0: Chapter 14. A Hungry Little Dwarf Decides They Are Lunch High, vaulted ceilings arched over their head. Adam looked from right to left and couldn't see where the room started or ended, and it was packed from ceiling to floor with shelves full of stuff. Things like this were what his mom would call artifacts, and if anyone asked him a few days ago, he would have called it junk. The gleaming piles of gold coins and shimmering jewels he saw definitely weren't junk. A wall mural of the village before the battle he'd seen in the vision Neff showed him spread across the back wall. Giant paintings of Oya and Shango stood in the center of it, holding tridents and standing tall. They looked exactly as he'd seen them in the vision. Their images sparkled, surrounded by humans as well as magical creatures. He recognized some of them from his mythology books. Clancy froze and couldn't do much more than ogle with astonishment. He moved carefully around the piles of coins, the perfect pottery, and the low bookshelves crammed full of clay tablets and scrolls in perfect condition to get to the mural. "'Look at this!' he whispered, stretching up to touch the bottom of the painting. He reached as high as he could, and he barely touched Oya's feet, which probably spread a meter wide in the oversized image that covered the whole wall and part of the ceiling. "'Look at all the creatures here! There's some merpeople coming up from that stream, and a banshee over there! Ooh, look at that chimera!' And the Minotaur! Check it out over there! He pointed to the image of a thick, trunk tree covering the village like an umbrella, shading the Yellowstone huts and playing children. That tree looks kind of like a banyan tree. But I bet it's supposed to be like the Norse tree of life. Oh, this is so awesome! He felt like he'd come home to all his old friends. Neff found a dark, quiet corner and started snoring. Clancy stood still, eyes wide. He laughed at her. (laughs) <laughs> what's wrong with you? Think about what's in this room and what it means to my mom and your dad. He held up a golden statue of a pyramid with a fist sized diamond on top. When he touched it, a beam of bright blue light shot from the top and illuminated the starry sky painted on the high ceiling. This room alone is. Adam's voice trailed off. Squeaky noises emerged from Clancy's throat as she pointed at something behind him. An angry grunt behind him made him freeze. He spun and didn't see anything right away, but he felt a hot jab in his stomach. D'ah! He yelped, looking down. A small green man held a charred and sharpened javelin to Adam's belly button. The man barely reached above Adam's shoulder. A thick, curly black beard covered the man's green face, while his yellow eyes glared at them. As he looked closer, Adam realized the angry little man didn't have green skin but was instead covered with tufts of what looked like freshly mown moss. The little man grunted again and jabbed at Adam, who jumped back just in time to avoid getting skewered by the javelin. He held his hands up in the universal sign for surrender, backing slowly towards Clancy while never taking his eyes from the creature. Okay, okay, I- I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going. When Adam stood next to Clancy again, the little man nodded with satisfaction. He waved his lance at them again and jutted his chin out as if to warn them not to move. And then he walked backwards toward Neff to check him out. The tired Kelpie didn't appreciate being awoken. When the man poked at him, he whipped his neck around and nipped the man's stubby fingers before rolling over and curling up again. The little man squeaked as he jumped back, pointing his quivering javelin at Neff, who ignored him and snorted in his sleep. What on earth is that thing? Adam whispered to himself. That's an Iloco, Clancy whispered back. His jaw dropped. How do you even know that? She turned to him, a wry smile on her nervous face. Your mom dumped all your mythology books in our tent? While I was scrubbing rocks, I flipped through it. I thought it would be interesting to research the beliefs of the ancient people who lived at the mines— sorry, the tunnels—thousands of years ago. You researched while scrubbing rocks? She gave him a sly glance sideways, never taking her eyes from the aloco. I may or may not have scrubbed the same ten rocks over and over again whenever they decided to check on me and read your book the rest of the time. I respect that, Clancy grinned. So, what do we need to know about this little guy? Adam asked under his breath as the creature drew closer, leering at them, those angry yellow eyes darting back and forth between them and Neff. She thought for a moment, closing her eyes. Uh, well, for one thing, he's a treasure keeper. He- he's like a guard. Adam nodded. Well, that makes sense, considering all the amazing stuff in here. Anything else? She hesitated. He's a man-eater with a hinge jaw, so if he wants, he can pretty much swallow us all. The little green man licked his chops as he stared at them hungrily. That's a problem, Adam replied. Clancy nodded, taking a step back as the Iloco took a step closer. a little bit. Any word in the book about how to defeat them? Nope. So what now? They stepped back again as the Iloko drew closer still. Soon their backs were to the wall where they'd entered, and they could hear the frantic clawing of the sphinx through the rocks behind them. She looked desperately at Adam. I got nothing. He reached into her pocket and took out a coin. What are you doing? She yelped. The Iloco grunted and lunged forward, jeering at them, licking his chops. He was only a step away. Adam looked at Clancy, at the wall behind them, and back again. Never mind. When I count to three, you run over to Neff and stay with him, no matter what happens. You got it? Clancy snorted. It's very gallant of you to sacrifice yourself for me, but he'll get hungry again at some point. He'll just call me breakfast alone after he's done calling you dinner. Adam pulled a face. I'm not that nice, he sniffed. I have a plan. He took in a quick, sharp breath as the Iloco filled the space between them and looked them over, as if deciding which he should eat first. She closed her eyes and turned her face away from him in disgust. "'I hope you know what you're doing!' Adam grinned. "'Trust me.' He lifted his hands behind his back, fingers hovering near the rocky ridges of the stone wall. At that moment, the Iloko decided on Clancy and reached his long claws toward her as his large jaw unlatched. His mouth flipped open to reveal several rows of sharp teeth. She screamed, ducking as she ran for Neff, as Adam jammed the coin in the wall. Rocks fell away and the Iloko raced forward. It ran through the opening in the wall, and swallowed the Sphinx whole. The startled Aloko sputtered and choked in surprise. Adam yanked the coin back out. The last thing he saw as the wall popped back into place was an angry little green man stumbling toward them, looking greener than normal and probably trying not to throw up. He held up the coin triumphantly. (laughs) Ha ha! Did you see his face? That rocked! He laughed. I guess Sphinxes don't taste very good. Clancy strode up to him and folded her arms. That was insane, Adam Alfaro. You could have gotten us both killed. He looked at her, surprised. We were gonna get killed anyway, he pointed out. I just took a risk, and it paid off. You had no way of knowing that would work, she said indignantly. I figured whatever I tried would work out better than getting eaten, he retorted. Still, she said, turning her face from him, you shouldn't have done that. Are you mad that it worked, or are you just mad you didn't think it up yourself, Miss Brainiac? he asked her pointedly. She didn't reply for a moment, instead looking at the floor and kicking at a few pebbles beneath her feet. Adam grinned at her, and finally she offered up a grudging smile. So what now? she asked. What now? he replied in disbelief. Are you crazy? He held his arms wide and spun around. We have a gate to reach and some naiads to find. But while Neff is sleeping, look around! I think we'll find plenty in this room to entertain us.